The message you are about to listen to is from the Household of David Mercy Conference 2021, themed Peace. Be blessed. Hallelujah. I am so humbled at the grace of God. You know why? What I see. The hand of God is mighty on this ministry. It is. Your generation is blessed. I mean it. You are blessed. God has raised great leaders for you. He's saturating you with the kind of anointing that we didn't witness in that time. My prayer is this. That your eyes will be open. Early to begin to appreciate him. I am grateful. To be seeing this. When I go to ministries like this. I say the same thing. I'm like God. I want to specially thank God. For the set man and the set woman. I um, I'm always just thankful when I remember them. I'm always so thankful to God. Permit me to say two things about them. They're humble. They are focused. Whatever you are seeing today is just a tip of the iceberg. They are going places. And when I say that concerning them, I say it concerning you. I'm sure you know that. Why don't we lift up our hands and just worship Him? Just give him praise. Give him honor. Appreciate him. For this generation, for Pastor Shintok and his wife, can you imagine? These men and women are just something else. Please permit me to communicate in Yoruba for a few minutes. On to Thank you very much for inviting me. I saw Sir King Salama. I said, Kai. I was struggling, and God said, What are you going to talk about? Prince of Peace. So anything I'm going to say has been said or has been at least whispered to them. But that's how it should be anyway. Because there must always be a confirmation. Let's worship him one more time. I don't know if you know this old song. It's an old song. It says, I will come and bow down at your feet. 
Lord Jesus. Your presence is fullness of joy. There is nothing, there is no to come with you. I take pleasure in worshiping. I take pleasure in worshiping. I take pleasure in worshiping you, Lord. There is nothing, there is no one to compare with you. I take pleasure in worshiping. I take pleasure in worshiping. I take pleasure in worshiping you. Father, I take the glory here today in the name of Jesus. And I want to thank you specially for utterance. I want to thank you for understanding. I want to thank you for the blessings with which you've started blessing your children. And of course, for all the glory that will return to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Let me hear a bigger amen. Yes, I've said it. Let me say it again. Thank you very much, Pastor. Shola Oshumakede. I'm Pastor Abigail Oshumakede. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate you. Just keep increasing. In Jesus' name. Pastor Shintok, now go there. Every time. This is the third time I will sit down here, you minister. You've always been a blessing. Thank you very much. Thank you. And madam, thank you very much. God bless you. All the pastors, thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you, choir. I appreciate you. Hold your mics. Sometimes I just sing. Just hold them ready for me. Thank God bless you. Amen. I'm glad I'm here today. Glory be to God in the highest. You know, I'm always of this belief, and strongly too, by the grace of God, when Jesus said, you may hear me. No, you may be seated, but just hold your mic. Thank you. When Jesus said, that is when he said, where two or three are gathered in my name, he said, I am there in the midst of them. Huh? That means that he's here. I'm sure from all the worship and all the ministrations you've been hearing from yesterday, if you must be convinced of the fact that he's here, I mean, there'll be a real problem. 
But I just want you to take that word literally. Though it is spiritual. If Jesus said it from his lips, then he's here. And if Jesus is here, how will I know? He will touch you. That's the only proof. So I'm confident in the name of Jesus. He will touch you today. Glory be to God in the highest. If you believe what I just said, let your ear be the loudest. Hallelujah. I'm going to take my scripture from Isaiah chapter 9 in verse 6. Isaiah 9 verse 6. I'm looking for the clock. Okay. Okay, I can see there. All right. Let me talk to Pastor first before I continue. I know it has seven. Am I seeing it well? Oh, okay. So I'm counting down. Yes, sir. Oh, thank you, sir. I was wondering, I said, what kind of time is it? 70 something. Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. Isaiah in chapter 9, verse 6, I read. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Glory be to God in the highest. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Makatara. Let me pick it from my Bible. Yes. And the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful. Counselor. Mighty God, everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice, from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Now, this was a prophecy of the birth of Jesus. Hallelujah. And a lot of things are said here. I'll touch them briefly and just latch on to what I want and then move on by the grace of God. Uh, if observed, it's usually uh, a child is born. But the child that is born is a son given. Glory be to God in the highest. I don't need to explain that. He's been a son from the foundations of the earth. Before there was time, he's been a son. He's been the son. He's been the second person of the Godhead. I mean, he was a full-fledged man. Hallelujah. When I say man, I mean personality. Right? Praise God. And he has always been. But to appear in our realm, he was born. That's the height of humility. Glory be to God in the highest. And so while we are rejoicing that a child is born, God is saying, I just gave you a son. And I'm not just giving, I'm not just giving you, I'm not just giving you a son, I've just given you my son. Hallelujah. And then he went on to say, the government shall be upon his shoulder. Uh-uh. Government upon his shoulder. Hallelujah. 
government upon his shoulder not to belabor your mind. He will come with a sovereign rule. And the, the, the moment he comes, his sovereign rule begins. How be it? He will do some things, surrender himself, and then resurrected. And from that moment on, his sovereign rule on earth will never cease. And if you read further, he said, and of his government and peace, and of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. So he will rule forever. The question is, is he ruling now? I mean, I'm asking. Are you sure he's ruling now? You're very sure? I am sure he's ruling now. And that's what we're going to deal with tonight. In the name of Jesus. Pastor, what with all the troubles in the world? Take Nigeria, for example. And yet the government shall be rest upon his shoulder. Some will say, maybe until one point again, Christian becomes again the president. It doesn't have to be. Glory be to God in the highest. I say, glory be to God in the highest. And the amazing thing is that when you now talk of the increase of his government, he said, and peace. He is the prince of peace. And of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. That means that right now, God's peace is available. But when you compare in the physical things with things, will you say there is peace? But there is peace. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. So what does it mean to say prince of peace? Mm. I play around with it. I look at it. I try to. God help me. What's Prince of Peace? I know Prince means that a chief among the royalty, as it were. I mean, if we don't, if we argue with Prince so much, it's a matter of just say, okay, he's the heir to the throne. So he's the king in making. He's the king, as it were. But no, no, no. In the idiom and the way it's being used, when you say a Prince of something, someone that is consumed with that thing. Someone that defines everything by that thing. Someone that is a, is a dealer in that thing. And so as I looked at it, you know, to underscore his life and ministry here is the Prince of Peace. You say, what do you mean? No matter what you throw against him, you will approach it with peace. I'm not joking. <laughs> No matter how dangerous, no matter how terrible, no matter how impossible, he will approach with peace. Where you'll be looking for artillery, he will come with peace. And don't joke with him. He will conquer you. I believe God in the name of Jesus that the reason we have peace as the theme of this conference is because God will want us to look at this. It's a revelation. It's beyond the household of David. It's for the body of Christ. It's for the entire world. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. I'm still talking about the prophecy of his birth. He wasn't born on earth yet. And we've been told this much about him. Glory be to God in the highest. In another scripture in, verse, in chapter 11, talk about the the root of Jesse, you know. But I won't go into all that. 
But if you look at it from verse 6, he says, he's talking about this person that will be born and how his time should be described. You know what he said? He said, the wolf also shall dwell with the lamb. Talk of peace. He says, the leopard shall lie down with the young goat. Really? The leopard, young goat. Siri. That's food. No. He said, there will be so much peace that they'll be friends. I feel the fire now. See, describing this person. The calf and the young lion and the fatling together and a little child shall lead them. Can you imagine? The calf and the lion will be friends walking and a little child will be the one pulling them. It's amazing how God describes things. He was so describing that, no, 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 even if you don't have too much of this, you will understand. And all this just about his birth. Prophesying that he will come. Prophesying that he will come. And if that be the case, I jump quickly. The day that he was born, glory be to God in the highest. Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Hallelujah. I'm going somewhere. Luke chapter 2. The day that he was born, something happened. So much was said about him coming. And the day he was born, Luke in chapter 2, we began to see from verse 8. Luke chapter 2 from verse 8. It said, Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. Now a lot of prophets have prophesied about his coming. But this day he was born. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all the people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angels a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, shall we all repeat it? And on earth, I can't hear you. And on, on, on earth, what? Peace, goodwill towards men. So, in other words, so much has been said, and they were waiting. Then quietly, you remember how he was born? In the manger. Nobody, I mean, nothing happened. Everybody was going about their business, trying to get registered for taxation. And suddenly, he was born. And where he was born, only sheep, and maybe one or two shepherds that were there saw it. But the Bible says, the angels broke open the heaven. And they appeared. And the glory of God came down. Glory be to God in the highest. And, and they were afraid. He said, fear not. I bring you good tidings of great joy. And it's going to be for all 
people. His very birth announced the entrance of peace. Yes. His very birth. And it took God to do that. And the amazing thing was that when they would talk, they said, look, what we brought for you is good news of great joy. So fear not. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. So permit me at this point to just quickly say this. What is peace? I read somewhere that after the Second World War thereabout, nations came together and formed the United Nations, I think thereabout. And why? To establish a process of peace on earth to prevent wars. Guess what? Since that time till now, there has been more wars than it was before he was formed. I was reading somewhere, somebody said, the recorded history, that is all times in history, we can't get more than 8% of the whole times of history where we can say there has been peace. But you know what? The Prince of Peace is here. So what's the problem? Is it a definition of peace? Is it our approach? Or is it our processes of searching that is creating the problem? But I'm made to understand too that towards the end time in the book of Revelation, he said, why they gather and say, peace, peace, peace? He said, no, they won't get peace. Guess what? Sudden destruction. So that means that human effort to produce peace will only be met over and over again with disappointment. But peace is here. Hello? I say peace is here. Now let me concentrate on him as I begin to look at the time because I can get excited. He was born and we know the story. Glory be to God in the highest. And we know how he was born. We know all the stories and then we've read about them. Glory be to God. And of course, how on the eighth day, you know, he went to the temple and all that was said. And how the wise men saw his star in the east. And how they came. And how Herod did everything he could, of course, means of the devil, to stop him. Uh-uh. The moment peace enters, he's unstoppable. So, pastor, what is happening? That's what we are trying to answer. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. And he did all he could do and we didn't see so much about him, so much of him. Age 12, we heard that he was in the temple. And he marveled the elders as it were. And then at age 30, he came to Jordan. Praise the Lord. I'm talking of the Prince of Peace who was living amongst us. Hallelujah. <laughs> And then he came to Jordan. And when John saw him, he recognized him. That's the problem. John recognized him. But almost every other person did not. Can I throw this up front? Those we have as leaders today don't know him. But that's not our problem. There is peace. I say in the name of Jesus, there is peace. And then he came to Jordan and he was baptized. Remember the story? And then he was released from Jordan. 
And remember that living Jordan, deliberately, God will let us notice an account of his Jordan experience. And what was that? The Holy Ghost left with him from Jordan. Now, the question is this. Wasn't the Holy Ghost with him all along? Hello? Wasn't the Holy Ghost with him all along? But God will have us notice that. He was coming out and praying the heavens opened. Oh, oh. The same heaven that opened when he was born for an announcement that peace has come. Opened. And guess what he said? He said, you are my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. Yeah, 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 yeah. Glory be to God in the highest. The Prince of Peace is the Son of God. And he walked away from there with something clearly. What was it? God made us see it, made us hear it, and made us to hear it. Well, the Holy Ghost followed him. He didn't live alone. He left with the Holy Ghost. And that was the demonstration for us to know that mm, 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 you can't, your life is a life of collaboration. My life is a life of collaboration. Collaboration with who? The Holy Ghost. Because in everything he did, remember, we are talking of a delay in peace. <laughs> everything he did, he approached with peace and he wins. But he left the Holy Ghost. And what happened? The Bible said the Holy Ghost, it was led of the Holy Spirit. Now, when he was coming to be baptized, we were not told that he was led. But of course we know he was led. But now we are told that living, he was. Let me say this quickly. This conference <laughs> will leave you at a different level. In the name of Jesus, I've seen the array of anointed speakers. I mean, ministers of songs and preachers of words. There's something unusual about this conference. And I'm glad that I'm part of it. Glory be to God in the highest. The Bible said he was led. Hi. God helped Taiwo. Because sometimes Taiwo would have forgotten. But I've taken your hand off. You are meant to be led. You know, I wonder why Jesus would say what he said to John. I mean, to Peter, before he left. He said, when you were young, you went to everywhere you wanted by yourself. You did what you wanted. But as you grow old, no, he said, you will give your hand to someone and someone else will lead you. And it will always be where you want. <laughs> I put my hand in the hand of the Master. I put my hand in the hand of the Holy Spirit. He can be trusted. We are meant to be led. As many as are led by the Spirit. These. I know you say these are the sons. But this is what defines sons. And I'm saying that. that there are sons here. But you will leave there more of sons. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> and that's why I say. Peace is already here. Glory be to God in the highest. He was led to be tempted. Hiya. 
led to be tempted? Yeah, he was tempted. But thank God he didn't fall. And the Bible said, the devil left him for a season. Ah. 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 He defeated the devil. And yet he left him for a season because he will still come back. And he will still fail. Did you hear me? He will still fail. If he comes back ten times, he will fail ten times. Now thanks be to God who always causes us to in Christ Jesus. And then just came and ministered to him. But this is where I'm going. Then the Bible said he returned in the power of the Holy Ghost. That he's the word of God, he's the son of God. Glory be to God in the highest. And when he returned, the Bible said he returned to Galilee. And then he went into the synagogue as his custom was. So I'm now in Luke chapter 4 in verse 18. Then they gave him the book of the prophet Isaiah. Glory be to God in the highest. You know, we are talking of the prince of peace. Are you here with me? And so he took the book. They didn't open it for him. They gave him the scroll. So he turned to where he read. Come on, are you here with me? Praise the Lord. So he opened and he read. See? So he came to Nazareth, where he has been brought up, and as his custom was, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read, and he was handed the book of Prophet Isaiah, and when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. He found the place where it was written. And then he read it. How did he read? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Is somebody hearing me? Now he was reading. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. But we saw when the Holy Ghost came upon him. And he said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. To preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives. Recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Pause for a moment. Everything he said is to undo the work of the devil. I look for the meaning of peace. Dictionary. It says, no trouble. No conflict. No strife. I looked at the Strong's version. And of course, in the Greek, in the Greek Bible. And let me just quickly tell you what they say. So that it helped me explain what I'm trying to explain. Praise God. Aha. Uh-huh. Hallelujah. It says, dictionary, a state of mutual harmony between people or groups, especially in, in person, personal relationships. Normal or worrying condition of a nation, group of nations, or the world. Now, strongs, shalom, completeness, soundness, welfare. Aha. Uh-huh. Then, area, area in, in, uh, in the Greek, quietness, rest, one, wholeness. Praise the Lord. Now, look at what he said. The Spirit of the Lord that was upon him has sent him to do. To bring about wholeness in every situation. To correct everything that is wrong. The brokenhearted here, the blind, the prisoner set free, the oppressed set free. That's what I've come to do. Let me put it to you again, ladies and gentlemen. Every time he came, he confronted the wickedness of the devil with peace. He confronted it with wholeness. He confronted it with restoration. He confronted it with redemption. 
He confronted with healing. So everywhere he went, that was what he did. He announced why he came. I'm the Prince of Peace. I come to, I've come to mend every broken. I've come to open every prison door. I've come to set free every oppressed. That's why I'm here. Glory be to God in the highest. Please follow me closely. I'm kind of reminding you of your Sunday school. Right? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so, he said, that's what I have come to do. And that's the very beginning of his ministry. But remember how he said it. It was personal. The Spirit of the Lord is upon Taiwo. For God has anointed Taiwo. So, in other words, he was beginning to own it. He knew who he was. And by the time he finished, he shut the book. Guess what he did? Hey, are you here? He said, today, this scripture is fulfilled before your eyes. What? Some, if not all, they're like, uh-huh. Here we come. Is this not the son of Joseph? Is this not the same boy that helps his father in the capital shop? What kind of nonsense is he saying? But no, he's going to begin to affect his generation with his nature. Glory be to God in the highest. He's going to begin to move things. They were angry. But what does that matter? Hear me again. If Jesus says he's here tonight, he's here. How do you know? He will touch you. In the name of Je- I say he will touch you. In the name of Jesus. You say, you don't know me, Pastor. How else can I know you? I know you through Jesus Christ. He will touch you. Hallelujah. That's what I'm talking about. The Prince of Peace is here. The Lord of Lords is here. But I'm concentrating on the Prince of Peace. And that was what he said. And that was what he did. And trouble began for the devil in a dimension that the devil has never recovered and will never recover. I don't know what followed you here today. By the time you are living here this evening, something unusual, something great, something beautiful, something wonderful, something of a deliverance, something of an increase, something of a healing will be happening to you in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. I, I really, because of my time, I'm really rushing. And so I begin to look at, if that be the case, he came and he declared, then let's watch his life. Watch his life. Hallelujah. One very familiar one was when he had taught them the whole day about what the kingdom of heaven was like. Remember the story in Luke, I'm sorry, Mark chapter 4? Like a man that took a seed and planted, everything's planting, seed, seed, seed. <laughs> A farmer scattered seed. He taught them the whole day. And the Bible said that with many more parables, he taught them. Are you here with me? And if every time he taught them, he will always teach them that, look, this seed never remains seed. This seed will grow and overtake everything. Because that's the principle of the kingdom of God. You see that harvest. Then thereafter, he said, let us cross over to the other side. Remember the story. Come on, you're too quiet for me. I'm in the house. 
of David. I know the house of David to be noisy. <laughs> I mean, anointedly noisy. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. And so, Abu told them the whole day with many more parables. He told them many, many more that they didn't record. He now said, Let's cross over. When Jesus teaches you, we'll give you a test. When God anointed him, he was tested. See, untested anointing, don't go far. So they got into the boat and they took him along. Hallelujah. The Bible said it was when they were midway. <laughs> this devil is wicked. If you look at chapter 6 to Mark, again, it was when they were midway that stopped. Always it was midway. It won't start before they start. Uh, don't mind the devil. Where's the liar? A loser. Always losing and always being disgraced about us in Jesus' name. So right in the midst, there was a storm. The Bible said there arose a great storm. I'm using the Bible language. A great storm. A great storm that intimidated experts. Peter was there. Andrew was there. James was there. John was there. These were fishermen from their youth. They were experts at sea. He got to a stage that they could not handle. <laughs> I don't know what you think can handle in your life. Thank God for this conference. You will come back with a testimony in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I say you will return in the name of Jesus. They got to a place where they thought, man, this is too much. Then they went to him. The one that taught you the whole day. And he told them, said, the seed is the word. You remember? Then they, sir, guess what he said? Do you care if we die? Was that what he taught them? But he taught them from morning till night. And now they were crossing over. Immediately there was trouble. They went back to what they used to know and what they used to think and how they used to speak. Do you care? If... Thank Jesus. <laughs> he didn't answer them. Why should we be talking death when the Prince of Peace is here? The King of Glory is here. Life himself was there. How can you be talking death? The Bible said he got up. He rebuked the wind. Ah, yeah. Oh, boy. And then he spoke to the sea. <laughs> he rebuked the wind. I was listening to uh, T.L. Osborne. He said, you know, he said, let me tell you how it works. He said, no matter how ferocious and how deadly and how stubborn, he said, when you stand your ground and you rebuke, he said, you take life out of it. And I was wondering what he was saying. He said, have you ever read that life without the spirit, is it, can it work? I'm sorry, body without the spirit, can it work? No. He said, the moment you rebuke the spirit, he said, you took life out of it. See, and that's why we rebuke the spirit of infirmity. 
That's why we rebuke the spirit of lack. That's why we rebuke the spirit of violence. And it takes a son to rebuke. He got up. He rebuked the wind. And he spoke to the sea. Peace. What did he say to the wind? I mean to the sea? Help me now. What did he say to the sea? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Who said that? So Jesus wanted peace. And he proclaimed peace. Wow. Wow. Pastor, I'm sure you wanted to remind me because I did like this. I told Pastor to help me because I'll get, I'll get carried away and I'll forget that I'm holding a mic, you know. Jesus wanted a change of situation. He rebuked the wind and he spoke peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow me. He spoke peace. Now, theologians will say, when he said, my peace I give to you, it's not the same word as the peace here. It doesn't matter. They allude to the same thing. It says, this one says, be silent. Be gentle. Calm down. Until now, you are seriously agitated. I say, calm down. Peace. And where I'm going is this. Because the Prince of Peace was there. Is somebody hearing me? The roughness of the sea. The fear of death. The commotion and the collision. Everything. That... He was sleeping. Remember when they got to the other side? They said there was a man, a demoniac. <laughs> no man could tame. No matter what you used to tame him, he would tear it. No matter the strength of the iron. And he was busy cutting himself every day and screaming for deliverance. Nobody could go near. The moment they got to the other side, he charged at them. I just, I'm not, now this is my own imagination. I'm sure, coming down and say, ah, finally, thank God you are here. With all this trouble. When they saw the man charging, I'm sure all disciples. But guess what? The Prince of Peace. By the time he got there, he bowed in worship. I'm saying to someone here today in the name of Jesus, this conference will do the unusual to you. You will, you will rise up from this conference and begin to walk in the dimension of peace that only the sons of God walk in. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. To tell you that, look, the prophecy didn't make a mistake. For the angels to break the heavens, God will conquer this realm with peace. But until, the, until his birth, and until his death and resurrection. You know, you, know, you know the state here? Woe to you, inhabitants of the earth. 
But that day, he said, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, I'll give you another example quickly. So, what, sorry, what happened to the demoniac? By the time he came and bowed down, he said, get, he says, no, sir, 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 sir. So how many of you? He said, what's your name, brother? He said, we are many, I see. Now, he said, no, 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 sir. We will go. But permit us. <laughs> All the demons that have been tormenting you will now begin to look for your favors. But there is no, there is no, you don't have to be friendly with demons. How do you deal with demons? What did you just say you should do with demons? Cast them out. If you can design it as a demon, rebuke it, cast it out in Jesus' name. That's all. I will obey you in Jesus' name. <laughs> it will obey you. My grandfather's home, my great grandfather's home, they cast and they cast. Uh, if any man being Christ is a new creation, you are now his son. I said, deal with the devil. Open your mouth. Uh, hallelujah. I say, glory be to God in the highest. Remember. His agenda is clear. Restore. Repair. Make whole. Make complete. Redeem. That's all. I've come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. That's it. Prince of peace. Increase, not decrease. Yeah? Enlarge, not diminish. <laughs> Glory be to God in the highest. He is the Prince of Peace. Maybe I'll give you one or, more, one or two more examples there then I jump from there quickly. I'm doing well. God is helping me. Remember, when he was being led to the... No, remember. In the Garden of Gethsemane. Come on, plenty of stories. When they came, they said, we are looking for... They told him. <laughs> the moment he said to them, I am the one. They came like that. Soldiers. You know the way they dress now, Roman soldiers. And they came to him. And Judas thought, I beg, God have mercy. So we are looking for, he said, I am the one. The moment he said, I am the one, guess what? They fell down. Boom, 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 boom. Peter got up and pulled his sword. And went for the air of all of them. Chop! Cut it off. Peace of peace. He said, no, Peter, don't do that. If you approach this matter with the sword, the sword will come after you. He said, you know what? Prince of peace. The air came back. But they came to arrest you. They came with the intention of killing you. I know. The great I am the way. La 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 la. Let's talk about Jesus more and more. Let's talk about Jesus. The King of Kings is he. La 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 la. Throughout eternity. That means I need help. The great I am the way. 
They threw their line up. They stuck. Thank you, sir. The Bible says, like a sheep being led to the slaughter. <laughs> he didn't even open his mouth. Prince of peace. I know what he said then. He said, They think I'm able to call down just one legion of. They will clear. No, but this is prophecy. This is the reason I came. Some of his followers were disappointed. On the cross of Calvary, they were making a mockery of him. Oh, wow. Remember, they spat on him. They plugged his beard. Nailed to the cross. Naked. Pierced the side. Blood. Thirsty. Literally begging for water. You know, he could jump down. He is the creator of the earth of the earth. There is the prince of fish. Guess what? He said, Father, forgive them. What? You know, I'm, I'm praying too. I'm becoming more and more like him every day. We are all, we are all growing. Paul said, my little children, will my labor until Christ be fully formed. He is still being formed in all of us. And this is not another, this is not another conference. Your generation is peculiar. And I said to God, may I be careful when I come to tell you guys. You want to make it? Let me announce up front. In the name of Jesus, you will make it. Don't don't let anybody see you that you're going to make it. You will make it in Jesus' name. He prayed for them. I'm just talking about this Prince of Peace. You know, one of the last things he taught them before he left was this. You know what? My peace I give you. Before he went to the cross. He said, not the way the world gives. But when he was there on the cross, they knew what he meant by not the way the world gives. You mean he was at peace on the cross? He was. Was he tortured? Yes. Did he feel it? Yes. Was he in pain? Yes. Did he cry? Yes. But he was at peace. 
Why? Because he knew that the word and the prophecies were being fulfilled. He knew before time that that's, that was why he came. So he had taught them before the cross. My peace I give you. Not as the world gives. Give I to you. Guess what? When he resurrected. <laughs> Three times. The same day. Within, within minutes. He appeared to them. He said, peace be unto you. Let me open it so that we can read it together. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Okay. Yes. John in 20, verse 19. Quickly. John 20, 19. Then 21, then 26. John 20, yes. Then the same day at evening, that was after the women had gone, Mary Magdalene had gone, and then Peter had run there, and then, you know, then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews. <laughs> when this peace comes in, he deals with fears, he deals with worry, he deals with anxiety, he deals with sickness, he deals with lack, he deals with death, he deals with sin. He, <laughs> he comes with wholesomeness. For the fear of the Jews. Then came Jesus and stood in the midst. And guess the first thing he said after his election. Come on, somebody say it, say, say what he said. Peace be unto you. <laughs> when he wanted the sea to become, he said, peace. When he wanted fear to vanish, when he wanted courage to be born, when he wanted them to stand tall and begin to... He said, peace. Peace destroys whatever is not of God. Verse 20. Verse, uh, and when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were disciples glad when they saw the Lord. 21. Then said Jesus to them again, shall we say together, peace be unto you. So if all I'm doing today is just peace. In the name of Jesus, peace. You will find your way to the top where you belong. You will rise up and be healed where you belong. If all I'm saying is in the name of Jesus, Then Jesus said to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, send I you. Uh, go to stretch to verse 26 because of time. Okay, okay. And when he has said this, okay, okay, thank you, 26. And after eight days again, his disciples were within, and Thomas with them, who wasn't there the first day. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Can we say it again? 
peace will to you. It will seem to me that his only vocabulary after resurrection to the disciples was peace, 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 peace. But you know the interesting thing is this: he kept on saying it. He said it to come to see. He said it to get the disciples back to where they belong. Can I share this quickly? Some two, three years ago, a, a young family in church was bereaved. Ah, it was tough. It was a Sunday evening. They called me. I'm like, no. God for okay. So we started driving there. What do you say? Uh-uh. What? Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. When we got there, people oh no. It was like they were all waiting. Huh? Wow. Yeah, huh? everybody came. He came. People followed me. Hey, my wife. Hey, it took me up. People. The Holy Ghost helped me. I was talking. I looked at her. I was moved with compassion. But if I don't communicate the compassion within me, it's of no use to them. I have to communicate it. The only word that could come out was. In the name of Jesus, peace. The atmosphere was not good. Peace. 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 After a while, two, three people there started joining me. Peace. Of course, my wife was my backup. Before God and man, he moved in and took control. In no time, the willing and everybody was just calm. And I was like, how are you? He said, thank you, sir. I said, no, we thank God. Peace. Peace. Now we could talk. Finished. The whole sermon was peace. The whole prayer was peace. 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 And he took charge. And the healing began right there. I got back in the car and I was asking questions. But why? I never got, the, got to the bottom of it until I started preparing for this message. Can I remind you something quickly? Long before he went to the grave, 
after they had been with him for three good years, right? Or almost three and a half years. And he had taught them everything. He now had a dress rehearsal with them. Look, if you're looking at Luke, Luke chapter 9, Luke chapter 10, remember. Where he gave them power and authority over serpents and scorpions and every power of the enemy. And he said, and nothing shall by enemies what? Hurt you. If you look at chapter 10, he said to them something. He said, any house you get to. I'm not joking. He said, first, from his lips. He said, first. What do you say? Peace. They had never gone, they've never done that before. The 12 did it and came back now, they were 70 and was telling them, this is the secret. This is the secret. When you get there, because you are you are a child of peace, when you get there, the first thing you pronounce or you say or you declare over that is peace. Can I tell you that's the secret? No matter how troublesome your office may be, no matter how agitated your, your, your neighborhood may be, if only you will remember that there is one that dwells inside of you. He is the Prince of Peace. And because you are now, I'll get there in a minute, and because you are not just another person, the Bible says it behoves him to bring many sons to glory. When he was born, he was the only begotten son of the father. Are you here? But today, he's not the only. We are many. And it takes son to wield this authority. And he was telling them, and especially on the fact that by the time I'm gone, you guys will be sons. So how do you do it? Peace. If I look at it, he said, first. And to whatever house you enter, can you see there yourself? First, say, peace. Glory be to God in the highest. Now let me wind down as quickly as possible. His very, his core mission on earth, restoration. Redeeming us all back to him. Hallelujah. <laughs> that was why he came. That was why he was tortured. That was why he left his glory in the first place to come. That was why he died. That was why he was laid in the grave. Can you imagine? And that was why he resurrected too. That was why he went to hell. That was why he made a, this, this crystal spoiled his powers. I'll push of them. And they resurrected. That was why he ascended. That was, why, that was why he sent down the Holy Ghost. Now, how did he do that? In the book of Ephesians. Because I want to just quickly tell you that peace is beyond absence of conflict. Number one, understand that peace is expensive. Peace is costly. You say how? Isaiah chapter 53. He was, uh-uh. The chastisement of my peace. He paid the price. And you know what? He really didn't have to die. He really didn't have to die. He really didn't have to die. But he did. You know why? He loves humanity. 
So he died for you and me. He really did have to die, but I'm glad he did. He really did have to die, but I'm glad he did. Oh, the blood that Jesus shed for me. Way back on Calvary. The blood that gives me strength. From day to day, it will never lose its power. It reaches to the highest mountain. And it flows to the lowest valley. Oh, the blood. That gives me strength from day to day. It will make. He paid the price. Here in Ephesians chapter 2, let me just read it quickly. Glory be to God in the highest. And that was the song of the angel. Say glory to God in the highest heaven. Hallelujah. The highest glory that any creature can give. Boom. And why? Because peace has descended. Why heaven is with glory. We are like, yeah, finally we are delivered. I didn't didn't stress that aspect of Luke 4, 18. The acceptable year of the Lord. You know what that means? To preach the ever deliverance ministry of God I have come to establish the jubilee of God by the anointing whatever is anti-man, anti-God attacking man, oppressing man I have come to destroy it that's what he said and what does the anointing do? destroys the yoke look at it on the Cyrus it will cause armors of kings to be loosened hallelujah Look at Cyrus. It will cause valleys to fill up. Because mountains are here to flatten out. Hallelujah. It will cause gates of brass to be shattered. Bars of iron to be destroyed. Hallelujah. To straighten the crooked and smoothen the rough. Guess what? It will loosen the treasures of darkness. It will op- the hidden riches of secret. They'll be asking where you made it from. You just tell them, peace. How did he do it? You say, peace. (laughs) So Jesus said, look, yes, the prisoners will go free, the oppressed will do this and this and this and this. But you see, there will be perpetual liberty for the sons of men that will believe in him. Okay, Ephesians chapter 2. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm glad I have the privilege of talking to you guys. Uh, let me just read it from verse 13, not to waste our time. From 11. 
Therefore remember that you, once Gentile in the flesh, who are called on circumcision, verse 11, by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in this world. But now, is somebody hearing me? Uh-huh. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near. How? By the blood of Christ. For he himself is what? So peace is not just the absence of something. He's a person. And if you observe, anything that is coming out of God, anything in the kingdom, is cluttered with peace. Trust is in May the God of peace sanctify you wholly. You know what holy means? Bring everything together. Nothing lacking, nothing missing, nothing broken. Spirit, soul, and body. Hebrews 13, 20. The God of peace that brought up Jesus Christ from the dead, that great shepherd of the folk. The God of peace. Jesus, my peace. What about the gospel that we preach? Go to Ephesians chapter 6 now. See our... Weapons for warfare. It's like your feet what shod with what? The gospel of peace. Everything about him is peace. Even Melchizedek that met Abraham, pre incarnate Jesus, King of Peace. So I came to read this place that the reward he came to do, he came to do peacefully. For himself is our peace, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of, of separation, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, can you see, that is in the law of command of commandment, contained in the ordinances, so as to create in himself one. New man from the two, thus making. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Can you see now? The Bible is describing the very reason why he came. And the conclusion said, He's just making peace. Peace between humanity and God. Peace between man and man. Now, let me ask you a question. You think the world can truly find peace without Jesus? That's the problem. We can't. How many don't know? But I'm glad that I know, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at Galatians 120, you find the same thing there. That a price was paid. And the something of what he came to do, making peace. I will make it to remind you that so when it comes to us, we are made to understand clearly that peace is a fruit of the Spirit. That's why they can't find it where they are looking for it. And if it's a matter of spirit, let's face it. Who are we waiting for? 
Who is the world waiting for? Let me remind you from the book of Romans. The whole of creation up until now is waiting for the manifestation of the sons who are the ones. You see what I mean by your generation is blessed? Ellie, look at your age. Wow, Jesus. Your age group. Praise God. And now you see, see where you are. You guys are fire. In the hand of God. <laughs> you are having a conference and you are targeting peace. Ah! Woo! Hallelujah. I say praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. And so in Galatians chapter 5, 22, it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace. I like it. But I like the way TPT puts it. Do you have it? Can I put it there? The partial translation. You'll see it. Honestly, you'll see it now. Because the truth is this. What has peace brought? Why, why, why does peace even work? Why, why peace, 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 peace? Because it is foiled and motivated by agapao. Period. He said, eh, the kind of love that will love the unlovable out of his color into the position of kingship. It has everything that is needed. The long suffering, the patience, the forgiveness, the gentleness. It's not human love. I was talking to some of us pastors. I said, do you know that the gift that God has given us as pastors it's all to all of us, but most of pastors, it's agapao. You can look at people and the love of Christ will move and you'll be lifting people like that. That people don't give any chance in life. And in no time, you see them ruling their world. Remember those boys. Oh, she will. I'm talking. Remember those boys under the bridge? You know, Shudi? You remember too? Boys that we dig the ground. Oh, should they oh, should this more than today? Eh, oh, should they before? Oh. They will dig the earth. That's where they live. Raping, maiming, killing there. On Sunday, some of our guys will go and they'll go sit down with them while we're in church and they'll sit down, buy bread for them. They'll say they're having church. They will come to church, they'll be laughing. <laughs> even the way they live, even their laughter looks sour. I'm, I'm not joking. But they will come and sit down and listen. In no time, they began to say, we don't like this life we're living. We'll try to help them and reunite them with their families. Some of their families say, eh, ain't this one? That's what they were telling us. Ah, They'll say, we give you. This one is devil. We don't want it. Take him, take him. And we'll take them. We'll look for a place for them in the Korodu. I'm talking about Gapao. See why we are yet sinners, enemies of God. He loved us to become kings. In no time, these boys went to school. They went to secondary school, went to universities. The day we bring them to church and they stand, when they get up and begin to speak, some of them were better speakers than me. All the women in church will be weeping. You mean this, this were the children you see from them? It is a gapow that fuels the peace. You see. So look at TPT. Watch this. Galatians 
22. GPT. You have it? Let me read it here, from here. You have it, right? Okay. All right. Let me read it. It said, But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions. So the fruit is what? Love in all its varied expressions. Number one, joy that overflows. So it's the love that manifests as joy that overflows. It's the love that manifests as peace that subdues. That one hits me. I say, ah, no wonder. This, this, this peace, this, it, no, no, what is subdues? Peace subdues. And you know what makes it interesting? Romans says, the day you gave your life to Jesus, the love of Christ was shed up. Yeah, you have him. I'm putting it to you today that this love we are talking of, this peace is right inside of you. So what is left now is to begin to bring it out. You have it. You are sons. You are heirs of God. You are joint heirs with Christ. You are seated with him in heavenly places. You have the capacity like he did. He's commissioned you and I. Can you see it? And what was his method? Spoke peace. It's the fruit of the Spirit. So, Pastor, I've been going through stuff in my life. I agree. So, what will you advise me? Go for counsel. What will they tell you? They will tell you exactly what I'm telling you. Well, that because it's one-on-one, you will listen more, you know. And, you know. Otherwise, what do I do? They begin to put to practice what you're hearing. Begin to... I am of God. Hallelujah. First John 4 4. I have overcome them. That's what he said. Greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So what am I saying? I am bringing out the me on the inside to prevail on the outside. Wasn't that what Paul did? Is that one minute? Ah, I thought I saw ten some minutes ago. Wasn't that what Paul did? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Peter was in the house of Cornelius. Guess what? You know what he did? All he did was speaking about Jesus. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good. Bam! The Holy Ghost came. The place changed. It takes a wholesome person to create a wholesome community. It takes a wholesome person to foster a wholesome relationship. You say, prove it. Oh, the moment Joseph entered the house of Potiphar, he knew somebody entered. The day Daniel got into Babylon, they knew somebody entered. I'm talking to somebody here today. What about Paul in Ephesus? Just talking. 
What? Arguing with them about what? This message of the kingdom. What was it? He said, Have you heard of the Holy Ghost? He said, No. He said, So what were you baptized? Whoa! He said, no. John baptized the baptism of repentance. Haven't you heard that Jesus has come? John was baptized. He tells us that we're expecting him. But he has come. He has come. He has come. He has died. He has resurrected. He has ascended. He has given us the Holy Ghost. Hey! By the time he did it for two years, the whole region, you can change a continent. Are you hearing me? You can. You don't need to wait for anybody. You are different. You are the light that shines in the darkness that darkness cannot provide an answer to. Your generation is different. I see you sinking in people, sinking in houses, sinking. I say, wow. I think I should stop because your time has stopped me. But I would like you to do something. It says the word of faith which you preach is nerdy and it's in your mouth. Part of the epistle says that in the same way that you receive Christ and walk in Him, how did you receive Him? You believed and you confess. So how do you see? How do you, how do you get this love of Christ and this peace of Christ and this joy of the Lord to overtake you and overtake your circumstances? If you believe with the heart and you speak with your mouth, it will happen. First, peace. I want you to open your mouth. It doesn't matter where you have been or where you are right now. I want you to see where you belong. Lord, lift us up where we belong. You know where you belong? You are seated with Him in the heavenly places. Open your mouth to declare. Whatever is fighting you on the inside, trying to stop you. The Bible says the weapons of the warfare are mighty. You pull them down in the name of Jesus. How? Rebuke it and declare the word. Declare the word. Declare the word. Declare the word. The word that pastors have been preaching. The word that other ministers have been preaching and they are still coming to preach. Declare the word. Say, like Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Now make you. Come up your mouth. Quick, 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 quick. Come on, give it to him. Give it to him. Come on. Boldly let the devil hear you. Let the circumstance hear you. I was preaching in church. I said, what, 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 what was Paul teaching them? He was teaching them that you are now like him. You have what he says you have. Glory be to God. The fire of God is in you. The power of God is in you. You are his son. Come on. Rise up. And when they heard, they went everywhere. They were saying the same thing. People were giving their lives. Everywhere they were going. I see you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I see you operating from above in the name of Jesus. 
I see you seated with him in the heavenly places and I see you knowing that you know 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 that that's where you belong in the name of Jesus. His word in your mouth henceforth will be fire. Destroying every power of opposition in the name of Jesus. His word in your mouth henceforth will be like hammer crushing to pieces. His word in your mouth will be life. Oh yes. Bringing healing. Bringing increase. Bringing buildings. In the name of Jesus. Your life will glorify God. Your presence will bring down the peace of God. In the name of Jesus. Wisdom and favor will follow you everywhere you go. In the name of Jesus. It is well with your soul. Well with your soul. Well with your being. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. We worship you. We adore you. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening to this message. You can join us for any of our services on Sundays by 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., Wednesdays by 7 p.m., or you can pray with us on Saturdays by 7 a.m. at Praise Sanctuary, number 7, Surulere Industrial Road, off Adeni Jones, Ikeja, Lagos. You can also follow us on social media on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Mixelar. Or visit www.householdofdavid.org for more messages. God bless you.